Strange Brew on 8radio.com in association with the Roshin Dove Galway.
The Sound of Modest Mouse coming into their own there. That is the opening track from 2000 and... No, God, what am I saying? From 1997's um, The Lonesome Crowd at West, which turns 20 years old this month. And that was Teeth Like God's Shoeshine. They really came into their own with that record. Um, fantastic album it is. And you are listening to Strange Brew on 8radio.com. I'm Googie and I'll be here to the end of the hour. Loads of stuff coming up for you and another chance to win tickets to see Fiji and Miyagi and Slow Place Like Home in the Roaching Dove and the Button Factory. Dublin's I Am The Cosmos have finally released their brand new EP on Sligo label Art For Blind. We heard uh, a track from it earlier on in the year called Make Me Wait which was absolutely gorgeous and they continue on making beautiful uh, more housey music than they used to I guess but it's still uh, really really it's still <laughs> it's really gorgeous stuff and they are playing in the Bellow Bar in Dublin on I believe it's the 15th of December um, they did a gig in Connolly's of Lep last week and yeah 15th of December you can see them in Dublin's Bellow Bar but here is the title track from their new EP called Nothing But Love featuring vocals from the excellent Maria Somerville and backing vocals <laughs>
Lovely stuff there from Donegal's Slow Place Like Home, Office Dancers, the opening track from their new album, When I See You Ice Cream. Uh, Slow Place Like Home are but one of the acts playing tonight in Connolly's of Lep as part of the Strange Brew Takeover, which unfortunately, due to circumstances beyond my control, I'm unable to be at, but if there are people down there or listening in after the fact on the website or the podcast or anything like that, I hope you had a great time. Um, Slow place like home, Dahi, Lane May and Paddy Hanna all playing. How could you not have a great time at that? Anyway, there's a great new video for Office Dancers with Sean McGinley in it and you should go to the internet and find it. Um, it's really great. Okay. <laughs> uh, onwards. Uh, new Year's Eve in the Roisin Dove and Galway already features... Um, and so I watch you from afar, one of the very best live bands in the whole wide world. And now we have added to that bill. You can also see Paddy Hanna and the incredible Ryan Vale are also uh, playing that night. And this lady who is opening up, uh, she's a member of Galway-based band My Fellow Sponges, but she started to take um, a spin into the electronic world with her project called Anna Malarkey. So this is Anna Malarkey and her brand new single, Baby Dragon.
Radio.com, playing the music we like. Yeah. 
The ever-excellent Ryan Vale there with Shadows. As I said earlier, Ryan Vale has been added to the bill for New Year's Eve in the Roisin Dove, along with Animal Archie, Paddy Hanna, and the excellent And So I Watch You From Afar, who will actually let's try and squeeze in a bit of them before the end of the show. In the meantime, here is brand new from No Monster Club. This is The Sound Machine. to the Roisin Dove Galway. This is Strange Brew on 8radio.com.
That was Any More uh, taken from the Echo of Pleasure, the brand new album, studio album number four, I'm going to say, by The Pains of Being Pure at Heart, which was written while Kit Berman's wife was in her third trimester um, of pregnancy. Um, I can relate to that. <laughs> I'm not writing, writing an album about it though or anything. But anyway, lovely stuff there from The Pains of Being Pure at Heart here on Strange Brew and radio.com I am going to give you a chance before the end of the show to win uh, one of several pairs of tickets to go see Slow Place Like Home and Fujiya and Miyagi in the Button Factory and the Roisin Dove. I was trying to dig up the really, really excellent remix that Slow Place has just done of In One Ear and Out the Other, but I don't have it. Uh, which is shocking I am uh, oh, yeah I'm appalled at myself but I'll be definitely play it for you next week because it's really good <laughs> but um, yeah st- sorry excuse me stick around to the end of the show I'll be giving away some tickets um, so get your phone text yokes at the ready uh, here is a beautiful and sprawling conversation I had with the beautiful and sprawling comedian David O'Doherty uh, about a song that he loved when I met him recently at the Vodafone Comedy Carnival I mean, will I just start talking about... No, no, I mean, I'm going to ask you Are you, you going now. to interview me about it? Yes. I better figure out what the which one I'm going to... Well, I'm talking now. Yeah, okay. Okay, I've got it. <laughs> okay. I, I've got it. This is the Vodafone Comedy Carnival, and I have to say, other than Stuart Lee, and I... I do you know what? I'm not just saying this because oh you're here with me. God. I will put you on a par in my level of respect of comedians with Stuart Lee, and that, I can only imagine, is like telling a songwriter that they're Brian Wilson. I, well, I would hope that's what you feel. Yeah, I... Uh, that's that's the level of respect I feel for you, David O'Doherty. The only person that I would put... I mean, that is... Uh, you you just have to look at my uh, YouTube recently watched <laughs> right-hand side bit. You will see a selection of very odd videos. You know the way YouTube's algorithm tries to figure out who you are? And there's a high proportion of Stuart Lee videos in there. Yeah. And then, weirdly, I watch... Um, mid-80s BMXing videos as well. My, my son uses my YouTube videos, so I think my algorithms are kind of skewed. <laughs> yeah, they've no idea. He's, ru- he's in a real 80s trip at the moment, so I don't think uh, I'm going to be listening to as much Glenn Medeiros as my son. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, if you are just tempted to look at one of the, say, Trump crazies in America or, you know, a Ben Shapiro video or something like that, YouTube just goes, oh, you're right wing now. Now and this is what we think you're like. For the next two weeks, you just get, <laughs> why government must be small videos? Where was the nice skateboarding videos from before? Or cats not liking cucumbers. I've never seen one of those videos, but I believe it's a thing, is it? Do they not like cucumbers? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. But Cats are arseholes. Oh, come on I'm I a- do like I have to say uh, I like that uh, bad lip reading of uh, oh, yeah, Star Wars the, the it, yeah if I could I mean if the listeners if I was going to r- truly recommend a video I would put in uh, Al Paradise by Sarah Carlson <laughs> which is a 19- the opening thing was to a 1985 Italian TV cabaret show and like that's a genre that doesn't exist that anymore. It took a bit of digging to get though, did it? And I mean, I'm pretty impressed that <laughs> Sarah Carlson. Is that a genre that you're particularly familiar with? I don't know how I came across this, but Sarah Carlson is. Do you remember that era where Italian people would come to Ireland and they would just have gibberish written on their T-shirts? It would be like um, lovely times, sexy world written on it. And this is a uh, this is a song that is entirely made up of 
uh, sample lyric life is a I, game a video game I'm even not sure, video I'm not game sure we were living in the same country though. from first to Where last did that happen? i hate the past i love the lyric i hate the past <laughs> it's one of my favorite gibberish italian lyrics yeah i hate the past but is there an i hate the past but embrace the future no it's just she living, was living the hating the I think you're so happy just because you've made Englishy words kind of rhyme. That's all you're looking Air, at. Oh, you know, Air said that. Air said that they, they don't really care about lyrics. They only care about the way the the, the words make a rhythm <laughs> in the music. Is that, I, I suppose that's, is that overthinking the kind of Italian pop that you're talking about? I mean, I'm not, rec- <laughs> I, we're, I know we're here to talk about a specific song. And can I just say I'm not, that's not my song. That's just a palate cleanser for what we're about to get to. Yeah, yeah, in we haven't got to that yet. We're here for a chat though, because as I've, I, as I have established, and we've met, we've known each other a, a fair while now, yeah, and uh, for sure, yeah, I, I feel that I'm not coming across as like your typical <laughs> David O'Doherty fanboy because I would consider us. Friends, yeah. friends, or possibly you know just contemporaries. I'm fine either way. I know. I mean, I hope friends, and I, I hope this isn't inappropriate the way I'm touching you. Now. Well, you've kept it on the down low <laughs> that you respected my work, so now I'm slightly frightened by the whole yeah, thing. We so built up a normal relationship, and now it's a sort of partridge-esque fear that I go into your gaff and it's, it's just it's going to be David O'Doherty pictures <laughs> everywhere. I do have a David O'Doherty. It's uh, David O'Doherty and Stuart Lee, and it, whichever one of them is UV and one of them is normal light. And if I turn on one light, it, only the David O'Doherty pictures come up. And if I turn on the black light, it's just all Stuart Lee in, in neon. I'm uh, well, no, it's that's that's extraordinary. You know, I am. I'm a big comedy nerd myself, so I'm a big Maria Bamford fan. For uh, Maria example, Maria Bamford is incredible. Pat Oswald's new special is really worth checking out because he lost his wife and then wrote... Ma- he doesn't try to deal with it during the special, but it's just... this. Lo- it's for anyone who sort of suffered any kind of loss recently. It's just a really good sort of... He's shell-shocked and that's all he's trying to Pat do. Pat Oswald is like the king of Twitter. The thing he did... He's done so many amazing things on Twitter. One was that, you know, that you have to read the 12 tweets to get what he's talking about. Yeah. Which And the one he did after... He got engaged a year after his wife died. Yeah. And the response to that was just absolutely <laughs> incredible. What if, what what the fuck is wrong with people? Like <laughs> Well there's a there's a question for the age we live in. I think that's yeah. Text in your answers, please. You're here on the uh, 8 Radio. Uh, I'm talking to David O'Doherty, and we're asking the question, what the fuck is wrong with people? Uh, 8radio.com. Do you know what? I mean, I, I've had three drinks, so I'm being uh, unnecessarily profound. But uh, I have also had three drinks I, well maybe the listeners are, shouldn't have known that because now they might think that we're just gabbing well but, we were just we haven't actually had any drinks we're just pretending uh, to be cool but you know, I blame evolution for the whole thing as in like evolution lags you behind you blame evolution for everything though like evolution lags behind thank you by over I'm going to say 100,000 years as in like we still have <laughs> give or take we still have wisdom teeth and appendix yeah vestigial organs all these things we don't need so i think we've basically just we've we've (laughs) just we've just adapted to life in some sort of savanna grassland do you think we're just we're just selling ourselves short with all this bullshit appendix and cockix and stuff that we really shouldn't have and maybe that our we should be spending our economic not economic Oh, this is interesting, yeah. No, like, like we still have our, our, <laughs> this is our coccyx and our appendix yeah. and stuff. Co- coccyx, I coccyx, would, sorry. I would, I would coccyx. say. It. And our appendix. And coccyx. I believe that the original function of the appendix, they, they reckon, because they're not sure, was to digest raw meat. 
And obviously uh, that's long gone, so that's vestigial. Yeah. Coxex is long gone, that's vestigial. Moral compass is long gone, that's vestigial. Oh, oh. big talk, big talk. <laughs> uh, you know, I just... I ju- do you know what, I was just trying to slip that in there. Just but but if... Mar- wow. Uh, if this happens, if we've just adapted 200,000 years ago, What's gonna in a hundred thousand years time? We'll just start spouting iPhone chargers from our midriffs, and people will be like, "This is a phone from a hundred thousand years ago." And it, but if you take that as the, if you accept that, like we can't handle. Of course, none of us can handle this weird world of confusion and chaos and everybody shouting and living together in little boxes what I'm saying to the listeners is if you're not 100% happy with your life and the world it's fine it's just because we're trying to play PlayStation games on a Mega Drive basically which which PlayStation games though Whatever the new <laughs> any the, the, Sorry, the hardware what? can't deal with I'm the be, software. I'm, just getting, bogged down, I'm getting bogged down in semantics here because I never really played <laughs> no, Mega either, Drive. No, I never so. did either. But, but <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that it's it's. No, I understand. It's I just you know, I can't compl- resist getting bogged down in semantics. It's all very complicated. It is. Do you know what? Uh, this has been going on for ages, and you know what, Dave? Uh, you're gonna have to edit this. I'd say a lot. Oh yeah, I totally will. I totally <laughs> edit this then. I'll, I'll put the time and effort into editing this then. <laughs> we've been here for three hours. If anyone <laughs> yeah, it, wants so to see how, this, how many he actually, We've actually been here for three hours, so I've edited this then. This is actually the best bits of our conversation, and I've been planning this conversation in my head for over oh, three man. or four hours. Oh my goodness! Like I said, once again contemporaries if not friends Dave and one of the best uh, I'm, do you know what I'm going to do call you comedians uh, and not yeah. Irish comedians oh Jesus That's do you a- like that I love that prefix you know when people say oh, they're a really good Irish band they're a really good Irish comedian and would you just ever fuck off and just say they're a good comedian they're a good band you don't need that prefix do you well um, I am my dad was a is a jazz musician. My dad's 80 and he's still gigging away. He um, does gigs in Arthur's Bar in Dublin once a month. Uh, once a month. Uh, check out arthursbar.com, I guess, for the listings. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Mr. 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 O'Doherty. Jim. Yeah, and um, with his tree. JimO'Doherty.com. So, so that's, all, that's all I ever wanted to do. I want to be a... Like, that's the family biz, effectively. Want to be a jazz musician. Being a jazz piano player. How are and you... Um, I, I mean, I've seen your keyboard skills. Yeah. They're... Devoid they're, of No, no, all. I mean, they're... I can play some seventh chords, which sound <laughs> a bit jazzy, but as regards being able to get up there and, you know, cut it with Louis Stewart or whoever it was, <laughs> it was... That was never going to happen. So, comedy, my career is effectively a failure. You know what I mean? It's just a big, drawn-out... Uh, but I, wow. I, I, I mean, <laughs> so so I could really bore the listeners with uh, like I still have this thing where if I listen to pretty much any Blue Note record from '55 to. 1970, I will tell you everyone who's playing on it by the sound of their playing. That's a great way to be Uh, raised. Yeah, it's good. But in the same way that when I was nine, eight, I learned the height, weight and caps of every player in the first division (laughs) in the Panini soccer stickers album. And everyone was like, oh, your son is a genius. There'll be some real world application of this. And it's there's no... There's no like real that. world. Do you, yeah, me I, as an actuary, me yeah. trying to quantify the insurance to, costs I of to, this I, building. I used to do stuff like uh, role playing and stuff like that, and I used to remember. Ah, D and D. Yeah, yeah, I won. I won a national prize one time. <laughs> 
oh, it's an example yeah. of being a winner and a loser right. simultaneously. But uh, all those all those memories, the, the figures, everything I can remember, song lyrics and all that stuff, and random quotations from Arrested Development that stay in my head that I <laughs> that my wife says, "What the f- how the fuck do you know that?" And I can't remember to meet her at two o'clock for lunch. Like, <laughs> it's. Maybe there's something wrong with this. And do you know, this is, I, I could honestly do this for the whole hour of the show, but will you tell me about a song that you love? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to trace a, um, an evolution of a song, uh, which, uh, so there's a, there's a Debussy song called, I think it's Trois, is it Trois Gymnoscope? Uh, that then... Oh, well, I presume that you're... you're pronunciation of that is flawless. We're going to go through this a little bit, that then um, Bill Evans, who was amazing piano player, a jazz guy in the 50s, lifted for a tune, no, um, uh, Leonard Bernstein lifted it for Some Other Time, which was a uh, a tune from one of his musicals, the one before West Side Story. On the town, I think it might be called, and then Bill Evans lifted. It's a, it's a, it's an interval of a fifth, which is do do is effectively do do. Hang on, we've got. <laughs> I've just, just come from my gig, so for the listeners, can we plug that in? The, oh, it's the, on. The it's interval a, we're talking about you is. You have actually. This is yeah, battery powered. Is this is okay. Okay, so we got okay like that. So that's it came from uh, Debussy, uh, and then. Um, Leonard Bernstein and then Bill Evans nicked it and then Miles Davis took it for Flamenco Sketches which is that song on um, Kind of Blue and then uh, Horace Silver took it for a song for my father which is that one which then Steely Dan took for Ricky Don't Lose That Number I mean they, they have it as a tribute to him and I mean, I think everyone knows your show's too hip to play Ricky Don't Lose That Number. So that, the other, Ste- like, I'm a big Steely Dan song. I was very affected You're by a big the Steely Dan song. death of, sorry, <laughs> the death of Walter Becker. I was going to let it go, but it's late at night. I know. I'm, I'm that a was small, the first petty person. I'm sorry. Sign that I've had three <laughs> pints. Um, and so there's a incredible Steely Dan tune called Home at Last, which that is an incredible features the Purdy Shuffle, which. If you've YouTube to hand, please look up. So it's Bernard Pretty Purdy, who was one of the James Brown drummers, and it's his uh, famous shuffle uh, on it. And it's just, it's just a groove, guys. And if you don't like Steely Dan, which I would say is 80% of the listeners, <laughs> this could be the gateway. It's your gateway drug. To could Steely be the Dan. gateway drug into Steely Dan. So I'm really happy okay. to have this playing. So. I have to be honest, I'm not really sure what song you want me to play. I, oh yeah, so we've, we've, we've traced that evolution. <laughs> Is it Debussy? No, no okay. we're, we'll, but, nah, we'll go straight up to the the most contemporary. I mean, the Steely Dan, so the session guys. I, I, I'm not trying to, I, I just want to know. Cause. Yeah, I'm obsessed with the LA session guys of the 70s and the 80s. The ones that came after, the Wrecking Crew, that documentary. Yeah, so, so you would have had Jeff Porcaro, uh, Bernard Pretty Purdy, uh, a, a whole bunch of amazing people who Thriller, they would have sort of, Thriller would have been, they would have started at sort of Pet Sounds yeah. and would have ended at Thriller and then Electronics and Multitracking Game Ins, you just didn't need the... Like the, the best studio musicians Yeah, you just didn't, lived didn't need them anymore. Yeah. And this for me is the most clinical, beautiful tune. This tune is called, uh, it's from the record Asia by Steely Dan and <gasps> it's called Home at Last. Do you know what? That was playing in my car earlier on, automatically. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we took a long way around the houses, but we I think uh, we finally got there. David O'Reilly, this has been such a great pleasure. Will you come back and do like do a whole hour talking about music with me sometime? I would love to. I would if people not, not by the canal at the Roaching Dove. That we, looks kind of crazy. I mean, I would say there will be a quite a negative reaction to this because you know some bloody pricks just come on the radio and talked about Steely Dan. But you know, if I've touched one person, then my work is done. If you've touched one person. Texas in here at 8 Radio. If, if David O'Doherty has touched you. Oh, this sounds like Weinstein. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, thank you so much. That Thanks, dude. Such a pleasure.
A very big thank you to David O'Doherty for going into great detail about Why Home at Last by Steely Dan is one of his favourite songs. Don't forget that you can generally see David O'Doherty somewhere playing his playing, doing his uh, comedic stand-up routine and uh, he's amazing, so do do that. Thank you very much for joining me on Strangebrew and 8radio.com. I'm going to give you this last chance now to win pairs of tickets to see Fujiya Miyagi play Transparent Things for the 10th anniversary of that fabulous record along with special guests, Slow Plays Like Home. Text in your name and which city you would like to see them in to 085 745-0335 that's 085-745-0335 text in and you my friends could be in with a chance to win tickets to see Fiji and Miyagi and Slow Place Like Home at uh, the Roaching Dove or the Button Factory on the 30th of November or the 1st of December um, might as well leave you with the track from that record uh, this one never grows old amazing song amazing band Looking really looking forward to seeing them again this is Fiji and Miyagi with Collarbone
Catch up, 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 catch up